Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. Hopefully you guys have had a good week. Hopefully you gals have had a good week as well, and everyone in between. Um, hopefully you've been staying warm and safe. Um, I know there was a lot of bad weather moving through the Midwest, Nor'easter area. Um, I know Ohio got hit pretty bad, at least, you know, by our standards. Um, I think we got over four inches, so... Not fun. I want to say what it hit. It was raining all Wednesday. And then Thursday is when it kind of shifted into ice. I guess overnight it shifted into like ice, sleet, snow. And um, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking off. So luckily I was able to call off for like Thursday, Friday and um, just stay in. But I'll tell you what, today I had to hit it. <laughs> They finally got my side street, you know, all plowed through and everything. Roads were, like, drivable, so I'm like, okay, I know I gotta get going. Um, unfortunately, um, my car was a little bit snowed in and, of course, snowed over. So I had to do all that. A lot of labor for myself. It was a fun hour. Um, but we got that done. Got my little errands done. And I'm, you know, here and I'm at it. Um, Food-wise, nothing too wild, nothing too crazy. Um... I did make beef and broccoli over rice and noodles, and then I also had egg rolls and some empanadas uh, that I got from the store, and I wanted to eat them, so <laughs> that was like the meal of the week, um, but other than that, yeah, we can just get into it, yeah. Um, see, I think I got this, yeah, from Sports Illustrated, ooh, straight from the source, yeah, um, but, oh yeah, also, some pre-sports news, uh, shout out to the Bengals, hell yeah, day um all the fun sports ball jargon there you go gotta put it in there but i'm um, definitely cool definitely uh stoked to see the Bengals go to the super bowl um also i wouldn't say i'm torn but i will say it's kind of like uh, i'm kind of stoked for both teams um i was born in missouri so i was i mean kind of like a consummate rams fan if you will um, so even though, you know, they moved from, you know, St. Louis, now they're like a money ball team, if you ask me, you know, they're in LA now, you know, they're doing things, but apparently it's big things, they made the Super Bowl as well, so shout out to them, cool, cool, but definitely rooting for the Bengals, hopefully they win, that'd be dope, um, but, um, some more football news, uh, Washington football team announces name change to... The Commanders. Well, Commanders. I, I'm going to call them the Commanders. But um, essentially, they've been the Washington football team um, for, I want to say, two seasons. I guess, you know, with COVID and everything, it's just kind of been a long turnover. But um, initially, before that, they were the Redskins. Ooh, excuse me. Hold up. There it is. Getting it out. Oh, there you go. I had some donuts today. So they're, they're working their way down and out. Um... But yeah, um, they were formerly the Washington Redskins. Controversial name. They finally got around to changing it. That's good. Uh, but essentially, they were kind of just Washington football team. And now they've officially made the name to the Commanders. Which I think is cool. Nice and, uh, you know, leading, commanding name, if you will. Um, they announced that on Wednesday morning. So that's cool. Awesome. Um, let's see. We also got some other news. Uh... A weird start to Black History Month. Um, got this from CNN. But essentially, t more than a dozen um, black colleges 
were subjected to a bomb threat um, on the first day of Black History Month. Um, it was just like several colleges, like Howard was a big one mentioned. Um, there's a few that was Cop- uh, Coppin State University, uh, Jackson State University, and just to name a few. But essentially, they were all called, and um, you know, there was an alleged bomb threat. I don't believe that there are any actual bombs found in any of the searches, but naturally, people did take them seriously, and people had to, you know, call off the school and you know, make arrangements and stuff like that. Um, which is it's a sad start to Black History Month. Uh, sadly, it's not a new thing though. People have been doing this, you know, since Black colleges have been a thing. Um, it's just, you know, weird, sad way to, you know, start it all off, but, you know, good that there was no live loss, there was no real threat, um, and it's also good that it was taken seriously and checked out, um, so, if there are any more news on that, we will definitely keep you posted, um, let's see, I'm about to, I'm about to schmitch your pen real quick, this is a, this is a, this is a big, big one that came out this week, um, and it, this is a little bit for the rest of these are kind of like page six or kind of things, but um, just some things I did want to like talk about and discuss. Um, but yeah, hold on. Ooh, uh. um, but um, sourcing this from the Hollywood Reporter. But Whoopi Goldberg suspended at The View over hurtful Holocaust comments. Um, essentially, she kind of made some waves over some splashy comments she just decided to make. Um, and I, I do believe they were made out of ignorance and not made maliciously. But um, essentially, they the, the View is essentially a panel um, where um, I, I do believe it is all, all women... Um, and they talk about issues that are trending and, um, you know, their personal thoughts and feelings, their lives, and they have, like, guests and stuff on there, too. Um, but essentially, they were talking about the school board, I believe in Tennessee, banning a graphic novel by the name of Mouse, um, which I believe is a book that covers a Holocaust in a way, um, like, the animals are all um, caricatures of... Nazis and Jewish people, um, and there's, like, I guess the problem was there's, like, nudity in the book, because, like, the animals don't have clothes or something like that, and then just also the subject matter is considered dark, and they they just didn't want to talk about, also, apparently, there's a little bit of language in the book, so they pretty much just went to try to, you know, strike this book out of libraries and stuff like that, so this is something that they were talking about on The View, and essentially, um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg kind of made the situation where she wanted to say that it wasn't about like, oh here I have a quote so let's be truthful about it because holocaust isn't about race it is not about race it is not about race it's about man's inhumanity to man now i think her quote really hinges on the last part for her like for her she deems it as like these are two quote unquote like white people white races having a thing, having an issue, but essentially, though, this is about man being inhumane to another man, and that was for her, but she was taking out of the Holocaust. But, um, Anna Navarro, um, 
responded by saying, but it is about white supremacists going after Jews. Um, and then where she goes to say, um, Whoopi Goldberg goes to say, uh, but these are two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It doesn't matter if you're black or white Jews, it's each other. Um, and then she also goes on, like, now she does apologize, but then she later goes on to say um, kind of similar comments on The Late Show. Um, so then she has to then double down on the apology um, and, you know, pretty much say, I'm sorry for all the hurt I've caused. Um, all this, though, to say that, um, like, her, you know, apology was received by, I believe, like, what is it, I guess a network head or something like that. Um, her name is Kim Goodwin, Kim Godwin. Uh, but essentially she's like, okay, cool. Um, you know, she has apologized. We, we, we're, we're happy to hear that, but we are going to give her a two week suspension. So, um, you know, some people are upset about that. Like host wise were upset about that. Other people were just hurt in general by Whoopi Goldberg's comments. Um, but to actually kind of talk about that, like I said, I, I do understand, I think to a point where Whoopi Goldberg was trying to come from. But I do, un- it's it's one of those things, though, where it's like, it isn't just a black and white thing, and just because these are white people, quote unquote, that you're like, oh, okay, that's a white issue. Like, especially in the minds of people who were being, who were the Nazi supremacists, Jewish people were in fear race to them. And that's why they felt allowed to do all the things that they, they did. And it's one of those things where you, you gloss over those kind of things in your head, where you're like, I'm not saying that this is okay, or less, I'm just saying I'm not talking about Jews specifically, but it is a big specific issue to Jewish people. Um, and, I mean, naturally, Nazis were definitely fucked up. I do believe that they would do mass atrocities, and they were planning on doing mass atrocities to anyone and everyone who wasn't them. But um, I do think Whoopi Goldberg missed the mark on this, and that's why it kind of did kind of come back to bite her, um, you know, a little bit. But, I mean, two weeks is two weeks. is not getting fired. Um, hell, I don't even know if it's like an unpaid thing or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it just definitely was an interesting conversation that spread from the situation that was the Mao's book. Um, and if you guys have read that book, please let me know. I'd love to get your feedbacks on it. It's not a graphic novel that I picked up, but I've heard from a lot of people that it is interesting. So, um, you know, I will keep you posted though if there's anything else that pops up, but this is probably where the story kind of starts and ends. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see. And we also got some more news from CNN. Um, ironically, I guess. Uh, CNN President Jeff Zucker resigns over a consensual relationship with key lieutenant. Um, essentially, this is a story that, you know, transpired over the week. Jeff Zucker, um, you know, is a big mover or shaker president of CNN, or he was, um, he, I learned this kind of today listening to a podcast, a journal. Um, he kind of helped lead the direction of where uh, CNN has kind of been lately in terms of having like high profile, bigger names, flashier faces, and then having the focus really be about Trump. Um, a lot of the narrative that was from 2016 up until now has kind of been on Trump, even to the point of CNN you know, having their rallies live, you know, airing that. And um, 
I, I think in some ways it's kind of like people have looked at it like, oh, that's not journalism. That's like, that's um, flashy. That's gaudy. That's not what it's supposed to be about. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's something that is, it is a ratings thing. Um, also something I did learn from the journal. Apparently, uh, Jeff Zucker was a big mover shaker in terms of making Fear Factor happen, which is something that has spawned a big platform for Jeff Rogan, which is something we'll be getting into in the, to end this off. But then also, he made The Apprentice. He was a part of that, working with, um, I believe, what is it? I don't remember the network. But essentially... That's another platform that gave Donald Trump a lot of attention here and now. Uh, I know for me, if it wasn't for The Apprentice, the last time you would have told me about Donald Trump being relevant was, was stupid gaff jokes that he participated in. But probably the stickiest memory I have of Donald Trump before The Apprentice, hmm, um, Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. I remember him being like the evil, mean, jerk, rich guy. <laughs> like... So there was not much endearing about him. But after that, like, people knew him as a quote-unquote businessman. And that's the kind of shit they would talk about. But he was not a good businessman when you actually looked at the tail of the tape. But, you know, that's not what this episode is about. Um, But essentially, um, he's going to be leaving for after 20 years of of work, I believe. Yeah. Uh, But essentially, he had a co-worker um, by the name of Allison. Uh, what's her last name? Galost, I believe. Yeah, Allison Galost. Um, he didn't initially reveal her name, but it kind of came out in a probe. Um, and this is also kind of a interlocking uh, news thing with Chris Cuomo. Someone he also put on as kind of like a flashier face, and he also went to bat for. But in the process of kind of going to bat and then things coming to light, he had to kick him to the curb. He had to kind of disavow his boy. Say, hey, we didn't know all the stuff that he was doing for Andrew while he was working here as a host. That wasn't okay. We wouldn't we wouldn't be okay about that if we knew the whole extent. Um, but in the process of this probe and investigation, it came out that he did have a undisclosed relationship with Allison Glost, and that put things in jeopardy because they didn't disclose it. Now, necessarily, this isn't like a seedy thing per se. Like um, they're both divorced. Um, so I believe the relationship kind of matriculated post that, um, but they didn't disclose it. They didn't come to public with it, with the company or anything like that at CNN. So that alone is enough to kind of fire them. And then also kind of what I was saying earlier, kind of just with the rise of Jeff Zucker, like it is kind of a situation where some of the executives and now three people are currently holding it until they find a new president. But, I mean, they didn't like the direction of where CNN's at, ratings or not. And not to mention, ratings are hella low now because Donald Trump isn't as big. And we're not covering him. We're covering Joe Byron. Joe Biden. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just one of those situations where if, if, if the focus is on the left, then right now CNN just isn't as hot. And Fox people are people are more tuned into Fox blips and clips. Because that's where all the heat is. You know, that's where Donald Trump is still talking. He's also on Newsmax. But, you know, um, just those kind of talking points and things, the hot issues are kind of there. And people are on that. But um, we'll see if anything else shakes from the tree. Um, as well with Cuomo part to, as well. Because, I mean, he had a lot of uh, 
Well, not, I don't know about a lot, but he has some alleged sexual stuff going on that's been unraveled, so maybe we'll be winding up hitting on that again. We'll see. Who knows? Um, let's see here. Then, to close out, a um, little bit of an update on our boy, Joe Rogan. Um, essentially, uh, this is a doubleheader for him. I got one article from page six and the other for The Verge. Um, but essentially... Um, Joe Rogan came out over the weekend uh, with an Instagram clip saying like, hey, you know, I'm totally okay with Spotify's decision to add a warning to my episodes that they deem uh, potentially misinformation. I think that's fine. Um, You know, I'm essentially trying to go about finding the truth and getting voices out that I I feel that aren't being heard and I want to have conversations and you know, I'm not trying to be anti-vax or anything like that. So, I mean, it's one of those things where I think some people are praising him, saying, like, hey, good that he's taking this decision um, and he's, he's you know, rolling with it. He's not trying to buck it. Um, there are other people who are saying, well, that's not enough. That's not what we asked. We asked for Joe Rogan's uh, episodes that are deemed misinformation, that are bad, to be taken off, and we want that. Um, and so more people are, you know, withdrawing. Um, another person who has withdrawn, who's kind of a bigger name, at least that I knew, uh, India Ari. Um, she's made some music, um, R&B soul singer. Um, but essentially, she came up, posted a clip of Joe Rogan saying the N-word, um, which kind of reignited this kind of, uh, talking point. Um, and I understand that. It's one of those things where Joe Rogan then followed up with an apology saying like, hey... I see this clip. I know it looks bad. I'm looking at it. It does look bad. <laughs> um, and I, he goes into, like, defending himself, um, you know, more or less saying, like, hey, I was talking more about the word, about my fascination with the word. Um, and But, of course, in NDRE's uh, initial post, he's like, I don't care what his, you know, intentions were. He just shouldn't say it, period. And Joe Rogan in and of itself has also said, yeah, it was a mistake. Like, I shouldn't say the word. I don't say the word anymore. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely more hot water that Joe Rogan has uh, waddled himself into, waded himself into, if you will. Um, My thoughts on it are, um, sadly, it's not going to be too surprising if you go into any celebrity's history and they've said the N-word, you know. It's come out. I know me personally, uh, when I have had conversations about the word, I like to just kind of have it open because I respect the people I'm usually talking about it with. Um, And so I'm okay to talk about it. That's me personally. Um, I know a lot of times in these situations, people will hear someone and say, okay, well, that's the voice of all black people. And that that should never be the case. Um, I do think the discretion is the better part of valor in these situations. Um, and, uh, Joe Rogan could have easily had the conversation on his big platform podcast without saying it. Um, and I'm hopefully that he does mean what he says that he won't say it in the future. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, also to kind of close up this bit on Joe Rogan, Spotify found out today has taken out some episodes from Joe Rogan. Now, granted, these are 70 episodes out of a category or out of, of, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say discography because these are podcast episodes. But essentially, out of a culmination of over a thousand episodes, I believe it was like 
1700 or something. Yeah, 1700 podcast episodes. 70 being taken out as a blip on the radar. But I think kind of more importantly is that the episodes that were taken out are between um, 2018 and 2010. So they're not really relevant episodes that are really COVID misinformation um, or anything like that. I don't think that they're even the episode he had about the transgender uh, athlete. So, I mean, these are apparently just some episodes that they just kind of just took out and they didn't explain why. And it's also not the first time they've done this. So there was the 70 that they've taken out over the uh, Friday and then there were 40 that they've taken out before. So that's something that I was like, oh, wow, okay, interesting. They did that on the hush, and I wonder why they did do that. Because um, it does seem like they're, they're really trying to straddle that line of saying, hey, this is an open platform from art for artists. We want them to come here and be free to say what they want. Um, but then we're also going to protect the, you know, the public from misinformation, you know, um, and being as adamant to say that we have taken out podcasts, we have, you know, com- combated misinformation. We are doing something, um, but we just feel like in the case of Joe Rogan, the person that we gave a hundred million dollars to, you know, we're gonna let him talk. <laughs> we're gonna let him say his piece. But <clears throat> you know, and meanwhile, I guess they're doing something. But we'll see. Um, hopefully, I can pick up more little morsels of information here. And hopefully I don't have to oversaturate you guys with too much Rogan talk. Um, I know this is kind of interesting to me, but, you know, it might not be your your, your cup of tea. But um, in the next episode, we'll definitely be covering more things. Maybe get a little bit more political. Talk about a little bit more things going on across the world, if you will. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Of course, this is my least favorite time, but I got to do it. It's chill time. Um, we got a Patreon that is patreon.com slash Isaiah news. Um, the Gmail is Isaiah news one at gmail.com. Then I got Isaiah underscore news. I think that's the Twitter and then Isaiah news for the, um, Facebook stuff and the Instagram stuff. So hit us up on there. Give us some feedback if you like. Would you kindly? Um, we got the YouTubes. We got the Spotify. We got uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. We're we're everywhere, baby. And when I say we, you know, it's me, but it's all of us. I like to consider us a a culmination. Again, of course, and of course, I got friends. Hopefully, I'll be able to get some friends on throughout the year. Um, kind of just getting acclimated to this year and everything kind of going on and all of that. But we will have more for you. I got more, um, you know, another episode coming down the pipe soon. Um, and, you know, just more things coming for you down the future. Um, but, yeah, uh, you guys stay safe out there, stay warm, and hopefully I'll see you soon for some more good news. Bye-bye.